Hey, what's going on, everybody? Matt Holmes here with another awesome episode of the Vigilant Life Podcast. I'm excited for today's guest. We've been kind of introduced and, you know, we're, we were just talking before this that we're, we're in some of the similar circles, you know, follow some of the same people or have some of the same friends and a recent guest of ours also was like, oh man, you got to get, you got to get Dustin Johnson on. I'm like, oh shit. You know, like we talked a few months ago, but our schedules are busy. Let me follow up with him. And you know, it's, it's an early Saturday morning. So I appreciate him. And I'm like, I'll, I'll make it happen. I told my wife, I got to get in. Like, it'll be a quick episode. We're doing it early. And then we got the rest of the day. So without further ado, I just want to introduce Dustin Johnson to everybody. Thanks so much, man. Hey man, thanks for having me on. I'm, I'm super excited. Like you said, we were supposed to do this a couple months ago and couldn't make it work out. So we both did a little sacrificing on a Saturday to uh, <laughs> get the people the, the best that we can. Well, man, I appreciate that. I know you're busy, you know, like your schedule, you're, you're busy, you know, Monday, Monday through Friday, working away and, and doing all that. So, you know, I appreciate you taking the time out of your weekend when you could be doing anything to be here chatting with me and doing this podcast for everybody. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm, I'm excited to do it. So. All right, man. Well, let's just kind of kind of dive in. You know, I know there's a few things, you know, we like with what we were just talking about before we hit record, but we don't know each other super well. It's just been like, hey, you got to talk to Justin. He's, you know, he's got a really interesting story, this, 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 you know, and I know, you know, you know, Sean and, you know, Trent, like, you, you know, everybody very well and like are in those circles. So I just kind of want to hand it over to you to give some of your background and some of your story. And I know we're going to go all different directions from that. Yeah, cool, man. So, so currently, yeah, you said Sean, and, and and if the people don't know who you're talking about, Sean Whalen, he was actually the first coach that I ever hired. Like, I never understood that. Like, my parents never had coaches or mentors or, or people that kind of helped them be better. So it was new to me, you know. And I joined the Lions then in in 2018, hooked up with Sean, and and really just started building a relationship. And after a couple of years. Um, long story short, I'm sure we'll get to the bus, but me and my wife were in Salt Lake City with the bus and Sean wanted to turn the apparel company on four lines, not sheep. And so in May, he asked if we would stay for 90 days to just get the uh, apparel off the ground. And, and obviously, if, if anybody knows him, it, it definitely took off. We had an <laughs> incredible 2020. We even made a million dollars at the end of November in, in one month. And it's been really, really fun. So, so right now, me and my wife both currently work for Lions Not Sheep Apparel Company in the warehouse side of things. And it's just, it's been really fun. Um, it's really cool learning like the business side of things and, and figuring stuff like that out. And, and really like with you, obviously being in the military and stuff, literally just solving the next problem. You know, a lot of times it's easy to brush things under the rug or step over it or stare at it forever. And in this game, like it grew so fast and it was so crazy that like, if you waited to solve a problem, you had 11 problems now instead of just the next one. And it, and it was just, it's compounding when you're, when you're in this situation. And so it, it's been really fun, but yeah, currently we are working with Sean um, with the apparel company and just just really having fun right now. Dude, yeah, it's awesome, you know, to see what he's done and where it's grown. Cause you know, it's not like, you know, with me doing the podcast and all these things, it's not like I said, I'm like, oh, I need to, 
you know, copy Sean Whalen or, you know, Elliot Hulse has been on or like, you know, like all these people that are like doing all this cool stuff and Sean being, being one of the, one of the main ones out there because he started as just doing his thing. He's obviously had all kinds of businesses, but then, you know, now he's got lions, not sheep and all these different, I guess, branches of the brand and apparel. And it's been awesome for me to see, because where I was getting out with that, it's not like with the podcast, like, Oh, I want to build, you know, uh, an apparel company or this, like, yeah, we've got hats, we've got, you know, sweatshirts and t-shirts that are coming more. So if like, Hey, if you like it, here's where you can support it. I send them out to guests. So, you know, it's just kind of like getting the brand and really growing it from there, but watching him, it's like, Oh, I'm picking up on these little things of like, man, if he can do it, like, well, I can actually maybe build the podcast into something and build it into this bigger brand and, you know, maybe have, you know, apparel and swag and do other cool stuff. Cause I just, I love, you know, what, what Sean stands for, obviously, you know, being him being a guest and, um, but what he's done of like, Hey, anybody can do this, you know, like from the ground up seeing him do it. It's like, wow. Like that kind of gives motivation even more to keep doing like with the vigilant brand or the vigilant life podcast and everything. And it's, it's cool hearing, you know, your story. Cause I've known, you know, a few people now that are, you know, built a relationship with Sean by being in the lion's den and really kind of being go-getters and then going to his events. And even, uh, here locally, one of my friends, uh, who's a police officer who started listening to the podcast and, you know, we've, we've become close to friends since then. He was like, Oh, you know, like he saw Sean was on, he's like, oh, I'm in, you know, the lion's den too. I'm like, Holy shit. I didn't even know, like, you know, somebody local, you know, was it, you know, follow Sean and, you know, was in the lion's den too. So it's, it's just pretty awesome to see those things. And, you know, as the podcast is growing to see a lot of that and people growing all over, it's like, Oh, they're really listening to it. It's like, it's, it's been a trip for 2020 watching other people, but especially with the podcast and how that brand's grown. Um, yeah, for sure. It's that- just crazy. Yeah, for sure. And that's what's really cool, man, is like I said, I basically hooked up with Sean somewhere in in December of 2018. And, you know, I I was going through some of my shit. He was going through some of his. And and for some reason, like we just kept aligning and and we ended up building a really cool relationship. But like for me, uh, uh, joining the lines, then, you know, one of the, the quickest things that I learned and that goes for the podcast, too, is he literally would just say, add value and do it consistently, add value and do it consistently, add value and do it consistently. And most people don't understand what that is. And so just a quick breakdown and taking nothing from him, but like add value is you, the value that you bring to the table, whatever you know, or however you do things and doing it consistently means doing it every freaking day. And so when it, when it comes down to it, like since that day, since I joined the Lions Den, it was like, okay, just add value and do it consistently. Whether you did it right, whether you did it wrong, whether this video was good or this podcast was great, it doesn't really matter. The fact of the matter is, is that for the last two and a half years, basically, I've made Instagram, Facebook posts. We've made almost 400 YouTube videos. We have like over 1,200 posts uh, all together with all of our, our little systems and processes that we have going. And when you like with the podcast, it's easy. Like you're 30, 30 episodes in and, and maybe nobody's watching yet. And all you want to like, man, I just want to quit. I got two likes and, and one dislike. And some dude told me I'm an asshole or whatever, whatever. <laughs> hey, you know what I mean? And most people want to quit and, and stop and do the whole thing. But like literally, you know, listening to Sean, hanging out with Sean, some of the other influencers, Ryan Stuman and things like that, they have so much content. 
And, and when I would sit down with them, like a lot of people are like, yo, how do I make a million bucks? Or how do I do this? And how do I do that? I, I asked the questions like, how do you keep going when you've done the content and you've done it daily and, and you're doing the work, but you maybe not see the results yet? And truly the answer is keep going, keep it growing, keep expanding, keep figuring it out as you go. Mm-hmm. And when people hear that, like, oh, I, I put out five YouTube videos and nobody watched, so I quit. But that's kind of the culture that we live in now is if it doesn't happen right this second, then I don't want it. I want to return it. I want to cancel it. I want to quit. And so for me, you know, speaking of being vigilant, like I've literally been doing this for two and a half years. And a lot of people will say, shit, man, you got so much content and it's good. And I love watching your story and the whole thing. But like most people don't realize that there's no reciprocation to that. Like you're literally doing it because you believe in yourself, because you're, you know, you're bettering yourself. You're you're trying to provide value for other people, which in turn, you know, other people are providing value for you. But it's so easy to quit, man, when things get tough. And, And like, let me be the first to tell you, I've wanted to quit about a million and a half times so far. But it's it's just like I have that drive. I have that feeling that. First, my story needs to be put out there. But second, like to literally just keep going because that's the key to success, whether you're not there today or whether you're not there tomorrow. But if I quit today, I'll definitely not be there tomorrow. So I I literally in black um, marker on my mirror in my bedroom or in my bathroom, it says, what can I do today to possibly make my life better tomorrow? And that's it. That's all my mirror says. And every morning when I'm brushing my teeth, that's what I run through my head. What 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 little things can I do today to possibly make my life better tomorrow? Yeah. And, and living living that way has has truly, truly helped me stay focused on not only today, but improving every day. And, and if I continue to do that, like that's compounding, man. If you continue to be better and better and better or you continue to try something different and do the things eventually like it's going to catch, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's, you know, I've had people ask me too, and I, and this has gone over time, like, what does like vigilant mean? Or like, what's the brand and this? And it's like, it's gotten shorter and shorter and simplified, which is with everything, you know, you start and I got this idea, like, Oh, okay. You know what? How can I simplify? And I can be like, well, what's, what's vigilant my podcast about or what's the vigilant brand. It's like, you know, obviously you can go with the dictionary definition or, you know, just being vigilant in your relationships and this, you know, and like I've, I've explained those and it goes right with kind of what you were saying too, with on your mirror. I'm like, all right, you know what, how do I make this even more simplified and how do I tell someone to be more vigilant in their life or how do I be more vigilant in my life for myself and those around me? And it's very much the same. It's the same thing of what you're saying, but I say it's like, be better today than you were yesterday. It's like, yeah. oh, you know, I, I've had, you know, we had Dakota Meyer on and he said, you know, that, that 1%, it's like every day I just go for 1% better. Brandon Lillo is on, you know, the first episode and he's like, you know, his whole plus one, like every day, just trying to do plus one, plus one from the day before. And that's really all it is. And it's, it's consistency, but the simplicity aspect. And I don't know why we try and overanalyze and overcomplicate things, whether it's what we're doing in our actions daily, or when we're looking at business and we know things can be complex, like rocket science and stuff like it's, they make it very simple, but obviously the mathematics and the things can be very complex, but it's just that simple consistency of being better today than I was yesterday. Or like you said, with, you know, talking to Sean, just consistent, provide value consistently 
every day. And that's something that, you know, like when I started the podcast and everything, it's been very much of a, an idea and a passion project that I want. It's like, you know, I want to have great conversations. I want to meet more people that are out there and I want to record it and share it with the world. So everybody can gain value from it. We can all grow and we can all become better every day from it. Where my goal is going into 2021 with the podcast is, okay, yeah, it's a passion project. It's been on the side. Like it doesn't make me any money at all. Like it costs me money every month. You know, I could probably make it a little bit less expensive. I just put the raw audio (laughs) and all that stuff out there. But I got a guy that, you know, edits it, makes it sound a little bit better to give me that one step above, at least I think, you know, compared to everybody else that's got a podcast. So it costs me money. But I'm like, all right, this year, I got to put more effort and consistency into it, not just recording the episodes. And this is me of like growing of like, man, like I'll put out the episode, but what the hell am I going to talk about on like a Facebook or Instagram or post on and what I've been learning? Cause I'm in uh, the Arte syndicate with Andy Frisella and in my lab and they're just like, just document. People just want to see you document and you'll provide value almost in that way of like, they see like, Hey, they're just like me. And then value as you grow. But like when I start posting stuff or when I started speaking or doing these, like I sucked, like we go from seeing these people that like are a Sean or Ned or, or like an Andy. And it's like, God, you know, like I can't provide value like that. Well, they fucking didn't start by providing value like that either. They just started and then were consistent. And then they started learning and documenting. And they're saying, that's when you start to bring out the little value in it. Cause it doesn't necessarily mean like I have to give somebody like, Oh, here's the valuable tip for the day. Like just by documenting and connecting and almost being vulnerable with people, they're getting value in that way of like, wow, that guy feels just like me or he struggles with something that I'm struggling with too. Or, Oh, like me documenting 75 hard and doing that this past year, a lot of like that inspired people. And all I was doing was just like, Hey, here's my progress for the, you know, I, I completed yesterday, I did this, this day was hard, you know, just sharing that. And that was like becoming value to people. And so I just, I get stuck in my head. And so it's, it's cool with us talking about it and, you know, hearing you is like, man, like I really just got to start getting out of my head and just, it doesn't matter of like me just putting something out there every day is going to help grow the brand, but it's going to help me. And it's really helping spread the message and really the, the being better today than I was yesterday. And then spreading that with other people. Yeah. And that's, what's really cool, man. And I'm sure Sean will smile when he listens to this, but like in the beginning, I, I was like, what the fuck does he mean? Like add value and do it consistently. And he's like, you're the value. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Nobody wants to listen to what I have to say. You know what I mean? And like I said, I'm sure he's he'll giggle when he listens to this, but like you said, the, the more I did it, the more it made sense. And you go from two likes to 10 likes and that's like, Oh fuck. Yeah, man, I got 10 likes shit before too long. I'll have the blue check mark probably. And, and, <laughs> and so <laughs> turns out I, I don't have the blue check mark yet. And, and well, to be honest with you, I'm nowhere near that, but that's okay. The thing is, and, th- and this is the cool thing that you said, a with your podcast, but also be like, the more you do it, the more you figure out what that value is. Right. Cause we're like, shit, I'm a, I'm, nobody feels the way I do, man. 
man, nobody understands what I'm going through in my head. Or, you know, you were in the military. I'm sure you have experiences. Like I went to treatment for drugs in 2012. So like I got, I got experiences and shit, Mm -hmm. but it's like, nobody wants to hear that, you know, you were doing this or that you were doing that. But the truth is, is somebody does want to hear that. And the truth is, is that story does help somebody. And the the truth is, the more that you, yeah. But the more you share your story, the more people resonate with it. Yes. But the cool part is when I first started, dude, if you went back to December of 2018, a, I was full of shit. Cause you don't like, you're used to like, I used to use Facebook as, you know, the watching videos and, uh, you know, doing, doing the dumb shit, uh, not, not using it for a purpose. Right. Yeah, Just being the consumer of the feed. Yeah. So if you go back and, and look at my first shit, it's uh, it's what I like to call like word vomiting, where it's like, why well, did this? And it's like, holy shit, man, like you dispute an entire life's worth of shit, you know, in, in 25 sentences. And, <laughs> and people are like, holy cow, this guy's crazy as shit. You know what I mean? But until you kind of get into your rhythm and your voice and what you know and how you speak, then it's like, okay, now you, you, you read posts today and it's like, okay, he's at least figured out how to not make it like, holy shit, this guy's crazy too. I can understand that. I can relate to that. This makes total sense. You know what I mean? And today, like, again, I'm nowhere near a blue check mark or an influence or anything like that. But several times a week, somebody shares what I have to say, which tells me that I'm hitting different people with, with different things and, and they're feeling it. You know what I mean? Like he's like, when you feel it at the core, it's like, oh yeah, man, I, I know exactly what you're talking about right now. We might not share the same experience, but the second that it's like, oh yeah, I, I feel you there. I, I yeah. totally understand what you're saying. And that's when you know you're starting to kind of like get in with the people and, and, and fit in, but it takes two years, three years, five years, eight years, whatever it takes for you to kind of find your way and find your voice so that people actually feel it and, and listen to it and want more content, basically. Yeah. And I think with a lot of that, you know, as like I said, I, I think it's being vulnerable. Obviously, some people are a little bit better at being vulnerable, but I think we all have our challenges to it. And I think that's the hardest part is because you got to be vulnerable just sharing and just documenting. Like that was the thing, like document and share. Like that's what people want to see. Like when people, why the fuck is reality TV? Like even though we a lot of it nowadays isn't really reality, people consume the shit out of it because it's, you know, documenting and just sharing it and putting it out there, whether it's TikTok stuff, YouTubers, like people playing games, like playing goddamn game. Like you can go play the game yourself. They're just documenting themselves, playing it and talking about it. It's just so crazy to see that and where I feel with, and I'm sure I'm not the only one is, I think two reasons. One is it's tough to like put that out there, you know, especially when I've got a family and all these things. And like, there's challenges that come with being vulnerable in that aspect but I've noticed that when I've been the most vulnerable, whether it's, you know, making a post in the past and writing about it or doing a video talking about like my past drug addictions and all these things. And people like the most comments and likes, like the most interaction I ever get on anything is like being vulnerable and just like being me. And then for me, where I get stuck in the cycle and in my head and almost like the, the perfectionist wants to come out and then I don't, take the action like I should be of putting more content, being vulnerable out there is 
like I have such a high standard for myself that it's like you, you talk yourself out of it. You know, I'm sitting here like, Oh, like, well, people are going to like that. What am I going to say? Well, I'm going to start saying this. It's like, you start going down that rabbit hole of like, how am I going to talk about this or this, or, you know, are people actually going to like it? Am I going to sound dumb? And like, those are the, that's the shit that goes through my head. And then, you know, I was like, well, fuck now it's, I just, that, that ship's gone in sale. I didn't even talk about it or post about it where you just got to put it out. Cause yeah, I might ramble. I might say this in the beginning, but as you start getting better at doing those things, that like nothing comes polished at first, you know, whether you think of like how a diamond's made, or if you think of, uh, you know, an example that popped into my head when we we're talking about this was let's look at like, you see, let's take some big like directors, filmmakers there are now, and these master giant, awesome looking movies. Well, they didn't start that way either. Like super low budget, like ghetto, you know, homemade type movies that people make and then become filmmakers. Like, well, they started there. People weren't judging them or like, Oh, this sucks. This isn't going to be, you know, on the marquee in, in uh, a movie theater. We well, got to start somewhere. Like you don't just jump straight to that point. You don't just jump straight to being a Sean Whalen or being an Andy Frisella or an Amber Ladder. You know, all these people that are out there and you're saying it, it started in one place. And then as you came out there and consistently did it more, you found your voice more, you became more polished with the del delivery and being more comfortable, being more, you know, being more vulnerable and how to put that out there and how to document and share those things. Yeah. And, and that's, what's cool. Like you were saying with your podcast and kind of like you're adjusting as you go, like this was my goal and now I'm kind of going over here, but you wouldn't know that if you weren't doing it. And that's mm -hmm. the cool thing, you know? And so literally it sounds stupid, but putting in the work and continuing to just do it is the best that we can do. But like, you know, you were talking your story and, and all that. Uh, I mean, you haven't had a ton of interactions, but the second we got on here, it was easy to talk to you. You know, you open up, you're, you're vulnerable. It's the whole thing. And, and that's literally like you kind of get in with where you fit in, you know, like when you're with your people, it's easy. You can just say what you want to say and do what you want to do. And, and when you're being real and you're telling the truth and you're being you, you don't have to make any stories up. So it's really fucking easy to talk about who I am when I'm being honest. But when I'm lying, then it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we did this. And uh, well, well uh, uh, and we did that. And it's like, man, you're so full of shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and, and a lot of people are that way. You see a lot of the, you know, happy go lucky shit. And, you know, like literally, man, 2020 nobody ever expected to live through anything like that ever. But you yeah. walk out the door and, and your neighbor Steve's outside and you're like, Oh, good morning, Steve. How are you? And he's been laid off for eight months told that he was non-essential. And he's like, Oh shit, I'm good, man. Thanks for asking. It's like, why are you lying, man? You're not good at all. Like we're literally walking around in masks and doing weird shit. And I don't even know what's going on. And you're, you're willing to like have so much ego that like, Oh shit, I'm good, man. Thanks for asking. And it's just like, if we were all more vulnerable, if we were all more open and willing to literally like, yo, man, I'm fucking drowning. I'm, I've, I've been deemed non-essential and I'm not making any money and, you know, I'm going to lose my house. Now we can have a conversation like that. Oh, hey, let me hook you up with this guy. Or, hey, let me yeah. help you do that. You know what I mean? But we're so prideful. We're so full of ego. And I guess I shouldn't say we're like I, I would be the same way in that situation. Yeah. It's like, 
you know, you, you, for some reason, like vulnerability and, and telling the truth and, and your ego and shit, like they all kind of intertwine, but it's easy to get them mixed up and, and, and like, honestly, not be able to tell people that you're drowning is literally why we're drowning. Cause we don't talk about our feelings. We don't talk about what's going on. You know, we're bitching about who's going to be the fucking president. And we've been doing that for four years now. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> we're nowhere near today than we were four years ago. It's like, you know yeah. what I mean? But if you can find more shit to bitch about and complain and do all the things to literally defract from what you're doing on a daily basis or, or what you have going on in your life, I just feel like that's where we are today as a society. And, and it's kind of a bummer, man, because when you literally sit down, like you've had a drug addiction, you said, mm -hmm. I checked into treatment in Knoxville, Tennessee in 2012. I was taking 6,000 milligrams of prescription pain pills a day. And when I got there, the psychologist sat me down and he's like, so tell me your story. And I told him that. And he he literally looked at me and he said, there's not very many of you left. And I said, what do you mean? He said, everybody else is dead. And I said, yeah, everybody else is in me, though. Like, I'm still here. Today's the, you know, the day that I, I, I make the adjustment. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, three days before I checked into treatment, I was going through withdrawals. And I mean, I had basically restless leg syndrome in every joint in my body and I'm on yeah. the floor and I'm cranking around and it hurts like no other. I just couldn't get comfortable. And I rolled around cold, hot, cold, hot. And finally, uh, I made a post about this yesterday. Uh, finally, I was like six hours into rolling around and, and being miserable. And uh, I, I went up to my wife and I just said, babe, like it's either time I'm going to rob the fucking pharmacy or I need to go get help and thank God, like inside, man, I can just tell, like I, I needed her to say, go get help. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it was like permission, like go, you're a fucking wreck. Go do what you need to do. And so when she said, you know, I guess it's time to go get help. It was like, perfect. Now I made the call that, you know, 24 hours later, I was on an airplane and headed to start a new life. You know what I mean? Cause dude, I, I, I was depressed. I was way overweight and now like being, you know, in the fitness space and shit, it's funny, but way overweight, dude, we were in debt up to our eyeballs. I had a $12,500 credit card. And when I got home from treatment, we owed like $12,245. Like I had a couple hundred bucks left on yeah. the credit card and it was maxed out. You know, we owed on cars and motorcycles and just, just like basically looking for every outside fix that wasn't doing a fucking thing, but I was willing to buy another thing or another deal or yeah. Just more. drowning yourself, basically. Yeah, yeah. And so so when I literally checked into treatment, you know, people talk about rock bottom. I was there, man. I was in debt, depressed, miserable. My relationship was a fucking wreck. I was running around in the motorcycle world and the whole thing. And like, it all just, I had to fucking go to treatment. And it wasn't necessarily just for drugs. I just needed like 34 days. That's how long I spent there to literally like start to sort of figure some things out, get clear instead of just filling my mind with garbage and, and doing all the shit that I was used to doing. And so when I came out of there, like basically I, I was reborn and, and it was like, okay, now you have another chance. You know what I mean? And from there I started kind of doing a little bit of work to, to be a better human being. You know, when I, when yeah. I was a kid, I, I was a really good athlete and I did all that shit. But, you know, I've had a poor attitude and, and I've made poor decisions as I as I came up. And so it was easy and I just fell off, man. I, I was literally, you know, running down the wrong path. But given that second opportunity, given that chance to like literally 
turn it around. It, it's it's been an eight year thing, but you know, like we said, being consistent and just continuing to do it day in and day out. That's how I got here, man. Yeah, consistency. You know, I, I think consistency and simplicity. Like when we don't do either of those two things, like any situation is going to get worse. Whether it's like an immediate or it compounds. I think you know simplicity because no matter how complex a situation, like the easier you can break it down and the simpler you can make it, whether it's small steps or like, Hey, this, there's this big complicated problem. We got to make it into small steps or, you know what, we're overcomplicating how to get to where we need. Let's just simplify. Like the more you can simplify things and then just be consistent day in and day out. I think like, like not only are you going to, reach your destination, get close to it, or be able to pivot and still get in the direction you want to go or over, go over the goal that you want. I think that, that, and then along with having less stress and just bullshit every day, that would solve so many things. Cause I can tell when I start to get stress and things like that, whether it's, you know, at home or work or, or anything like that, it's like, man, I'm, I'm, I need to slow down just be consistent on the small stuff and then simplify. Like, am I overanalyzing, you know, making this problem bigger than it needs to be? Okay. How do we simplify it and then get to that end goal of what we want? And that I think it can apply for anything across the board. Yeah. I know you just had Ryan Williams on and, and he's just ringing in my head right now. I was, I had the opportunity to meet him actually at Sean's birthday. We were up at mm-hmm. Sean's house and I met Ryan and, and he said something really cool. And, and obviously I was not in the military and I, and I don't pretend to be, he said <laughs> in, in buds, 99% of people fail because they can't focus on what's happening right now because yep. it's, you know, you got sand in your boots, you got wet pants, the whole thing. And all you're thinking of is shit. We got 17 more weeks of this, or we got yep. 10 more days of this. Or Yeah. That's what I he was see. talking about with us too. He's like, I, fo- I focused on getting to breakfast and then getting to this yeah. and then getting to yeah. this. And when you like, you know, we talk about consistency and making it simple and shit like that, man, if, if you're like your podcast, if you're if you're focused on how do I get a million followers, it's going to be the hardest path ever because you're looking at the humongous picture. But if today you can focus on shit, all I got to do today is record this call with Dustin. And then tomorrow I just got to, you know, do whatever, like and doing the little consistent steps day in and day out. But, yeah, if you can literally stay and, and it made perfect sense when Ryan said it, like if you can stay in the moment, if you can stay thinking about what's just in front of you instead of what's to come in the next three months it's a lot easier to stay focused and, and literally get through anything. He, he basically said anybody can get through a day of buds. It's that people can't get through all of the days of buds because they look at all of the days of buds instead of just the one day that they're involved with. Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of things that I miss with that. I realized more like after you go through some of that bullshit, you know, in the military or, you know, and I say bullshit, but it's like, it's purposely there. Like it's good for you, but you know, it's like, man, I, I, I miss some of that stuff because it, it keeps you within that box of like, just that one step. I got to focus on this one thing and it, it simplifies things so much. Like I remember the first time I came back after being, you know, being gone for 12 months and I came back home and I was like, man, like life's really not that bad. Like, Life's pretty easy going, pretty simple, like shit happens. Like, you know, cause you come from 
there's not a whole lot. Like this is what you do. It's pretty clear to find. Yes. Stuff comes up at home. Shit happens, you know, obviously and the dynamics of where you are, like wherever you go, stuff's going to happen. But it was like very simple. If I got to be here, I got to do this. Like it wasn't overcomplicating of the task, the mission, like whatever was in front of you. And man, it was probably some of the times where I've been the least stressed in certain moments. And when I came back to the States, I was like, why is everybody in so much of a rush? Like, why are they so pissed at this? I'm like, that doesn't fucking matter. Like, why is that a big deal? Like all these things. And it's so easy, I think to get, and this comes with practice and consistency to make sure you stay in these certain places, you know, fitness and reading, like all these things that I'm sure we could talk about, but you know, it, it's so easy to get caught up in all the stuff that's going on, whether it's the election. And, and I feel very passionate about a lot of it. And I know like Sean does and all these other people, but it's so easy to get caught up in that and business and family and life and all these things that are important. So it's not to say they're not important, but it's easy to, man, we start to overcomplicate things. We start to not be consistent in areas that matter maybe the most. Like that's why I just, I think everything just comes down to like the consistency of, you know, being better today than I was yesterday. And what are those things, you know, what are you going to do today for that? You know, reading, you know, Sean's whole thing with, you know, his mind and body or, or if you're doing 75 hard or any of that, like be consistent with that. And then just not overcomplicating things like shit's going to happen in life. 2021 is going to have stuff. 2022 is all the years before us had all different kinds of dynamics and shit. Like that's going to happen, but let's not overcomplicate stuff and make our lives harder than they need to be. Cause then that's when we start going downhill from there. Yeah, for sure. Like I'm looking at my computer right now and it's January 16th. So we're already 16 days into 2021. I've already seen memes of people like, well, fuck 2021. I'm on to 2022 already. And it's like, uh, we have 11 and a half more months. Like, right. What the fuck did not... they do in 2020? All the, all the yeah. year. Yeah. And so, so for me, you know, like this is a perfect opportunity to talk about basically new year's resolutioners and, and why the, why the percentage is so fucking low as to people who are successful. And I think it's because most people on January 1st, especially like in the fitness space and, and doing meal plans and things like that, people come to us and it's like, well, I'm going to quit smoking. I'm going to run 11 miles a day. I'm going to do 5,000 pushups and I'm going to eat salad. And it's like, you're not going to do any of that shit after week one. So now what's your plan? But so yeah, many yeah. people, you know, like you said, they can't focus on just little things to be better than you were yesterday. It's this huge, restrictive, big drawn out plan and it lasts like two weeks and then they're so fucking miserable they can't do anything well if they're doing that with business or their relationship like when it boils down to it man if if, if you do a little exercise every day you, you eat eat pretty decent you know like i know for me when when my relationship with my wife was pretty piss poor like we weren't dating or anything like yeah go out to dinner do some exercise, read a little bit and, and try and be a positive person. And like that literally can change your entire fucking life. But most oh my people, God, yeah. you know what I mean? Like literally them three little teeny things. If you did them every week, if you did them for 52 weeks in 2021, your life would be a hundred percent different than it was on January 1st. Yeah. And I think, you know, here's something that I, you know, I think of this often is with all of that, I think more people, you know, all of us needs need 
those things, like you said, and then find something that makes like brings you happiness and joy, like makes you laugh, whether that's like, we'll drive sometimes and we throw on like different comedian stuff. And it's like, not only does it make longer drives faster, it's like, holy shit, this is fine. Or we'll throw on like a Netflix special, or I like to get up and play games sometimes. And you know, people are like, Oh, that like, that's not productive. It's like, well, just cause I'm not reading or actually I like doing these things that, you know, yes, are important. I think we still need to find more of like a hobby or the outs, the things where it's like, I can disconnect. I can just play some video games and totally have fun with that. Whether it's like by myself, like I'll get up early before my kids and just want to play like a game by myself. And then I'll play with them too. And like that, like that's something else that like, okay, now I feel a bit refreshed. I disconnected from what I got to figure out with what the hell we're eating today with seven kids. Cause everybody doesn't want to eat the same thing or, you know, what, what am I doing? Oh, I got to record this podcast or what's going on with, you know, cause I got a digital marketing age. So like what's going on with all of our clients and, you know, through the holidays and the election, like shit was crazy. So it's like, I could stress about that and what we're doing here. And paying this person and we've got this client to do like, there's all these things. So it's like, you got to find that place where you can put your phone aside, like disconnect, watch something that's going to like make you laugh. I think we, with all the shit that's going on that this past year and now, like we still got to find whether it's sitting and going to dinner with some friends and laughing and having fun that way, or watching a comedy, like a movie or, you know, some stand up or anything that can kind of bring more positive I think is a lot of people are missing that right now. Yeah, man. And and like, you know, so much of it is like incited by somebody else too. That's the problem, man, is is a lot of the ideas and, and, and things that are floating around, I guess I want to call it right now, like whether (laughs) that's the virus or, or the latest QAnon or whatever the fuck it is, man, there's so much shit floating around literally that, it's, it's easy to get pulled down that hole of everything's negative. We're all going to die. This is a miserable motherfucker. And it won't be long before the Nazis pull up with the train and we all have to get on. Yeah. Right. And if you look at Facebook, like from morning to night, that's basically the average person's Facebook feed. One thing for me, you know, we're talking about circles. We're talking about influences and shit like that. Switching over. Like, again, man, I, I came from sort of the motorcycle world and I was running around wild and shit. And when my circle was that, it was, you know, fuck the police and 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 don't bother me and, and don't tread on me and that whole deal, right? But like as I changed my circle, my circle changed and, and, and I don't have that shit too much on my Facebook feed about, you know, we're all gonna die. This is all miserable as fuck. I got a few people here and there and, and anymore to be candid with you, man. I just unfollow them or unfriend them. Like yeah. if everything's doom and gloom and miserable as fuck and we're going to war and all this shit, like I don't have space for that anymore. You know what I mean? And so literally like hooking up with people like you and and the people we've discussed in this podcast amongst hundreds of other people that I've literally, you know, ingrained into my circle or or I've ingrained into their circle. Like having the circle man is, is huge. I remember as a kid, my parents always said, you know, you're, you're, Oh, you're going to be just like your friends are. So if your friend's stealing and shit, there's a good chance you're going to end up stealing. You know what I mean? And that's exactly what happened. Like I was a shithead when I was a little kid. We don't, we don't think that when we're kids, I tell my kids, they're like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I'm like, Oh, you know, I fucking said the same thing, I guess too. You'll then find out, but I'm going to tell you because eventually it'll click. (laughs) Right. Yeah. It took me till, I don't know, like I'm 36 today. So it took me till yesterday to figure that shit out. 
now. You know what I mean? Like your circle is is humongous. And, and my life has changed exponentially just in the people that I allow in my space. And what a lot of people don't realize is even though you're on Facebook and you have 2,896 friends, doesn't mean you have to let them all into your ear hole. It's okay yeah. to unfollow people. It's okay to unfriend people. It's okay to not allow negativity and crying and whining and bitching and pissing and moaning in your space. You get to control that. Yeah. But on the same token, you have to control that. Otherwise, it's doom and gloom. We're all going to die. I mean, I figured we would all be dead by now with this crazy virus, right? But <laughs> Yeah, people are going to be dead in the streets and everything. It's all it seemed. Yeah, but like none of that shit's happening. But if you listen to the news and shit, you would literally think that we're stacking bodies all across the country and the whole world's going to burn. You know what I mean? And so so it's it, it's a responsibility as well for you. If, if you're wanting better, like you got to you got to create better. You got to only let better in your life. If you want to continue to hold on to the doom and gloom, you're not going to improve any, you know what I mean? You're just going to stay stuck where you are. Yeah. You know, with what you were saying on some of that, like I struggle with it. We can, we can all kind of have our moments and get sucked into, especially with all the stuff that's going on. I've noticed like, man, I'm getting really, I can tell when I start to Re, like I try and find the balance, you know, and I use balance because there's really like no other word, even though fucking balance is bullshit. Like there's right. really no official balance, but trying to find of not being like arrogant, and ignorant, and like being open to learning and want to educate myself. So I'm not stupid and I know what's going on in the world and I can make my own educated decisions and be able to have conversations with people because I think that's very important. But it's trying to find of like, okay, where do I need to like, okay, I need to stop because I start to go down that path. And like, I start to get like annoyed and mad. I'm like, why am I pissed off? Like nothing's changed except I'm kind of going down that path. So it's like, I have to stop myself somewhere like, okay, I've learned enough. Like, okay, time to take a break and shift gears to other things. Otherwise, like you said, it's like kind of that dark and doom and gloom and negativity that comes on. And like, I get more annoyed at home. Like I start to get more stressed and like all these subs, so like, Oh my God, you know, like thinking of all this different stuff. I'm like, all right, cool. I read, I'm getting some education. Let me digest. Let me shift to other things. I'm going to push that aside. And it, it's, it's catching yourself. And I think, you know, you got, it's just comes with practice over time. Cause I think if you just throw it all away too, of like, well, I'm not going to worry about that. Whatever happens, happens like, Hey, I'm fine. Like it's not right or wrong. You know, I talk about the beginning. It's just different. Like for me, I'm like, well, I would feel real dumb of like, I can't really have an opinion if I don't educate myself and know a certain amount of it. But yeah, it's like, I've noted, like, I don't spend as much time. I spend probably more time like scoring through Instagram comment, especially now commenting on stuff, engaging and interacting. Cause it's helping the podcast grow. Not as much on Facebook because it's just like, I hate Different. getting lost in the Facebook feed for sure. But yeah, I, I like trying to find that, you know, for lack of a better word, balance. And I think people struggle with that because they either like they're full one side or the other side. Yeah, I'm with you 100%, man. We actually just got back from Hawaii on Tuesday morning and like December, man, was really dark for me. And I don't even know why, like it was just like depressing and, and, and really dark. And I don't know if it was seasonal or, or what, 
but you know, some songs had hit me like at my soul and it, it, it was like, okay, something's coming, you know, and, and, it, and it just got really dark. And, and like you said, you know, it's easy to get caught up in, well, Trump's going to do this and the virus is going to kill us all and masks <laughs> everywhere and the whole thing. And, and, and I found myself like stuck in that shit too. And, and so what happens is, and I've had a few people tell me like, man, you kind of got dark towards the end of the year. And I did like, I'll be the first to admit it. So then like we talk about consistency and shit. Well, then my posts were a little dark and yeah. my thoughts were a little dark. I started dark. sharing more of like, you know what? This isn't really what I want people to be looking at or know me for like too much, too much of this stuff I'm talking about and posting. Yeah. And so, so the, like, the more I posted, the kind of the darker I got. And, and when I got to Hawaii, man, I had a really cool thing happen. Like, I don't really sleep really good through the night. For some reason, I always wake up at like 3 a.m. And about four days out of seven, it's like I'm, I'm up at 3 a.m. no matter what time I go to bed. And so this was one of them times. It, it was 3.30 in the morning in Hawaii. And I'm out on the beach by myself, literally just sitting with the ocean, man, and, and kind of feeling some things and, and sending some messages and, and kind of wrapping up a few things that I needed to leave in Hawaii. You know what I mean? I needed to leave in the ocean. I had, I had wrote some cool stuff in the sand and, and, and literally let the ocean kind of take it away so that, that I didn't have to hold on to it anymore. And so it was really a kind of a, a cool experience for me. And I was sitting there all by myself and, and I knew that I had been pretty dark. As a matter of fact, I was pretty dark that morning and, uh, it was really cool. I just kept hearing inspire, inspire, inspire it was just like ringing in my head. And it was like, okay, I get it now. Like quit being an asshole or quit being upset or quit being, you know, this or that and just inspire people. Like you got a killer story, man. If you've been through drugs, you've been in the military, you're, you're, you're doing cool shit today. Like somebody needs to hear that. You know what I mean? But they don't need to hear if you're wearing a fucking mask then you're an asshole. It's like, I hear that every day. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I don't need to say that. I, I need to inspire people. I need to lift people up. Like right now, dude, there's more depression and suicide and drug abuse and alcohol and the whole thing. Like people need somebody to inspire them instead of telling them they're a fucking idiot. Tell them, Hey, how can we, you know, make some adjustments and live a literally a better life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just in wording, you change a couple of words around and it's like, okay, now he's not upset anymore. Now he's trying to help people. And, and like, it took me, grounding, taking time off, you know, completely like I deleted Instagram and Facebook off my phone for four days. And I just literally lived in Hawaii. Like I was just present. I was there and it was exactly what I needed. And the second that I got home, it was like, okay, man, now just inspire people, you know, and obviously hopefully with this podcast, we can inspire somebody, but it, it made perfect sense to me when it was like, okay, chill the fuck out. Get your ground back. Mm-hmm. and inspire people. Yeah. And I, I think that's, you know, that there's a lot of stuff that, that you said that it's like, we can go in all different directions, but ending with like what you said of like, get your ground and, you know, whether you, you know, are the typical kind of a religious person, the Bible Christian, you know, like what you would deem as like traditional religion, or maybe you're just kind of more metaphysical and spiritual or whatever it might be. And, you know, my wife's a prime example you know, and I'll, and I'll talk about myself too. Like we both aren't very like in the traditional religious sense. Do I believe there's something out there? Do I have questions? Do I think like one's the for sure answer? Like, no, I don't know. Like I'm open to it, but we're not as much like, Hey, we go to church and the Bible and all these things, but they're like, there's, there's something bigger than us. There's shit going around, whether it's a 
you know, there is a higher power and there's a mix of science, whatever it might be. Um, and like, you know, I suddenly, you know, she's got her shop and I've talked about it before. It's very holistic. Like she does crystals and, you know, Reiki and like essential, like all these like very different kind of like holistic and healing things. Uh, but even for her recently, you know, she's been kind of getting more into like, she bought this like devotional Bible and like getting more into some of that of like, wow, you know, like I just want to learn and more, but I think with no matter what direction, what you believe in or not, everybody, you know, and again, this is my opinion. I think we're all connected in some way, whether, you know, what we're formed of, like when you look at the science aspect of it and the atoms and all these things that are related to each other, I think we all are cause and effect on each other and within ourselves. And as you said, grounded, the less like we're grounded, whether you want to talk about chakras and your root and your grounding chakras and all these things, like the, the more we disconnect, I think with each other, with like earth and kind of whatever you want to call it, if it's God or, you know, spiritual, whatever it is, the more we kind of get away from that and in ourselves and get aligned, whether it's aligned with, you know, whatever, God, Jesus, you know, shockers, whatever you want to call it, the, the more we get away from that, I think the more of like that craziness and the overcomplication and the dark place, like all those things start to happen. Um, and we do, I think we need to get out more in, you know, that's why one reason why I hate the winter months because <laughs> be out in the summertime because we get so much snow here and whatnot and it gets so damn cold but i'd rather be on a beach or out at the lake or going and doing things being out in nature i think is huge for that and that comes with the activity like we're talking about working out exercising your body mind but i think it's just very important to point out like what you said of like kind of having that unplugging that you did in hawaii but kind of really just recentered yourself and got grounded and got rid of shit. Cause we do like everybody, like nobody's perfect. You, you don't reach like, let's call it enlightenment and you're there. I don't find God and, <clears throat> and I've made it, you know, like it's a continual effort. It's like going to the gym. You don't go once and like, you're good. Like you have to consistently go. And I think we all have to go through those times. Like, all right, it's time for me to purge time for me to let some of this shit go. Perfect. Okay. Now it's time to move on. And I think we all just, maybe we either don't want to be honest and getting close maybe back to that vulnerability with ourselves of, Hey, you know what? I'm not perfect. Or we're so worried about trying to be perfect that we don't let that shit go. Of like, like we just going back to the beginning of like, man, you know, I need to, I need to let some of this shit go. Like, yeah, I am having a hard time. Like, you know, I, I don't need to keep up with the Joneses or put up this facade of what Instagram people think, make it make life look like, you know, all that bullshit that's out there. Yeah, man. And that's, that's so much the truth. You know, we're, we're a filter society now with literally like, and no jokes about the mask, but like so many people wear masks, even if they're not wearing a facial mask, like, Oh yeah. You know what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, and like you said, you know, the Instagram Fucking filters and all this other bullshit. Yeah, I, I was really hoping that with the coronavirus that like things were going to get real again. And, and by that, I mean, you know, let's get rid of the fucking bunny ears and the little nose and the, and <laughs> the, the, dog you know, face. the duck face pictures and the all the dumb shit that we do. Like, I was hoping that we were going to get back to being real, but like we got even farther down the path of not real, you right. know. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really been wild, but 
yeah, it's, it's just a matter of finding yourself, like I said, finding your voice and, and doing what you need for you. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not another post on Instagram. It's not another anything like that. It's, it's literally like, what do you need and how, how can you help people or serve people? And, 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 and again, like, how can I do something today to hopefully make my better, my life better tomorrow? And, mm-hmm. and it all makes perfect sense when you sort of start living with that intention. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Worrying like, about everybody else. And I think, you know, it's important, like you said, with the mask, whether you wear one or don't, like, it's a good example of like, instead of worrying about that, like, well, I like attacking somebody for if they're wearing one or not wearing one, focusing on yourself. And it, it reminds me, and this has come, come up a lot lately of like the whole, you know, a rising tide lifts all shifts. Like if we all do what we need to do ourselves, no matter what, whether that's like, Hey, you wear fucking masks. I don't want to wear one or I want to wear one and you don't want to wear one great. Or we both wear one. Like, doesn't matter. We all kind of need to have our own choices, but we all need to focus on ourselves and be better today than yesterday. And as a collective, things are going to start to move in a better direction that way. Yeah. And that's, what's unfortunate, man. Like, and I'm not talking shit, but like, we've been trying the same thing for 10 months with the masks and the lockdowns and the distancing and the whole thing. And like, at the end of the day, it's not working. Right. But in the government's defense or the whatever, whoever's in charge of all this shit in their defense, like, could you imagine if instead of like, Hey, we're going to lock down for two weeks and we're going to wear a mask. If they would have said moving forward, you will exercise seven days a week. All fast food joints are now closed. The liquor stores are now closed. You are required to eat, you know, five vegetables, raw meat, like, and they gave the, like what actual health is right. If if that was the actual, instead of like wearing a mask and shit, if they would have came out on March 3rd or whenever this shit hit, like, yo, this is how we're moving forward. People would have lost their fucking minds, dude. We're so unhealthy as a, as a society that literally the government was like, okay, let's, what's the easiest best possible way that we could possibly slow this thing down and and help as many people as possible put a mask on and stay the fuck away from each other right like that that's the <laughs> simplest way that they could literally attempt to do anything but yeah. i mean if you literally imagine like okay now all you have to do is drink water exercise eat food get some sun people would have lost their fucking minds yeah. dude it was you know like a, I mean? a band-aid to a fucking 50 cal headshot yeah, a hundred percent. But it's like, you can see why though. Cause if they would have made that broadcast, people would have lost their fucking minds, dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what do you mean? There's no more McDonald's. What do you mean? There's no more Jack Daniels. I have to fucking drink water now. Like this is stupid as hell. Instead yeah. it was like, Hey, put a mask on and convince your neighbor to put a mask on. Cool. Now everybody's fucking, well, put a mask on. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, you know, we can put it in the positive lights you know, cause it's like, we, it's like, that's where it's like, we can totally keep going in that route, but to like, put it in a positive light, like who put in all the good, the bad, like all the, like the bad stuff aside, like when you look at the end of the year and you and I know a lot of people that have come out great, like it's been the best, you know, it was a crazy year, but for us business financial, I also like, it was the best year that we've had. My wife's business was hard. Mine was the best it's been since I started. Um, 
but it didn't happen like by accident. It was very intentful of, and it had nothing to do with whether I wore a mask and social distance or not. It was me focusing on, you know, exercising my mind, my body, like being in a, a positive place, spending time. Yeah. With family, friends, like doing all these things, like we're talking about, like that is what made growth for myself and so many other people of like, you know, like Andy was super huge, you know, saw him with his 75 heart and doing like, it's like, this is the best shape I've been in business. Great. This, 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 like all these things. Cause it was intentful in that way versus, you know, well, I can't go out. I'm not going to do this, like get lazy. And those are all like personal choices. Like I'm not sure. going to say the, the government made anybody do it or, or any kind of things like those are personal choices. So I think it boils down to of like, it has nothing to do, I think, with COVID or any of these things. Like we need to be consistent and put in that effort and those actions to, you know, like you say, like, what am I going to do today to make tomorrow better? Or like, what am I going to do today to be better than yesterday? That's all it boils down to whether it's five years from now and it's whatever the hell else is going on or it's 2019 before any of this shit happened, like that's what needed to be done. No matter what external things that are out of our control are going on, that's what needs to be happening for ourselves. And that's what everybody needs to be focused on. Yeah. And just real quick on that, like you can, you can tell the people that continue to do the work and you can tell the people that continue to find an excuse. And that's basically what 2020 showed. The people who were literally clawing and scratching to continue on and grow and learn they they were the ones at the end of the year that told everybody how fucking great 2020 was right you've yeah. seen it all over like i all you guys are bitching my 2020 was the best and that's awesome but you also seen the other half or, or third or however much it was that was like oh man it's so miserable the president and this and that and it's 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 true you can see the people who did the work they're the ones that had the post. You can see the people who didn't do the work. They're the ones that gained 30 pounds, bitched about the $600 stimulus and the whole thing. It, it literally was just two choices, man. One person made the choice to take this opportunity, possibly pivot their business or pivot their lives and, and make the change. And the people who allowed it to derail them or, or continue their derailment and, 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 and head down a different path of, I'm going to fucking blame everybody and everything on my situation now. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with you. And, you know, here's a perfect start to 2021 going with a bang, you know, so For sure. it has nothing to do with any of that stuff. You know, everybody can debate and it's fine to have your opinions and, and all that stuff like we all do. But at the end of the day, like none of that shit's going to matter of what I do in my home and what I do every day with my life, you know, whether I can get to a gym or not get to a gym, like it's on me if I'm going to get off my ass and do something of exercise, whether it's fucking walking around or, you know, going to an actual gym and lifting weights like that's on me, not anybody else. Yeah. And that's, what's cool, man. Is like Tanya and I, my wife, we, we lived literally for three years on the road, two years. We lived in motels moving all across the country. And, and like basically the half year, we, we literally lived in a converted school bus that it's like an RV and we were the fittest people that we could be, you know what I mean? Like every day it was, we were exercising in our school bus or we were out running or we were walking, like eating healthy and, and taking care of your body and, and reading, like it's all cheap shit, man. It's, it's easy to do. It's just a matter of making that choice to do it or not. Yep. Hey, you know, and 
it, it's a continual effort. Like I can say after I finished 75 hard and through the holiday season, shit got crazy. I'm like, all right, like I need to fucking get back. Like I, my still goal is to finish, you know, phase one, two and three for this year. And I'm like, man, I can see like a big difference in myself physically, mentally from a hundred percent all in to like, not all in where I'm at right now. Like, okay, getting back at it. This is what I'm going to do. Cause this is what put me in the best place I've ever been in, in multiple areas. And it ends with me, you know, it starts with me and it stops with me, you know, yeah. like that's it. Doesn't matter. Like you said, stimulus checks or mass, no mass, like whatever's going on. Like that's all it is. You know, it's the whole yeah. be better today than it was yesterday. Like that's being vigilant right there. Yeah. I like it, man. Awesome, man. Well, I know there's so many more things we could talk about with, you know, with your story and all that, but I know you share a lot of that with, you know, your posts and everything. So where can people go to like follow you on Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff? So because my la- my name is literally a pro golfer, it's hard to <laughs> SEO or, or, you know, be, be Dustin Johnson on any platform. So mine's on every platform is the underscore Dustin Johnson. So I'm the Dustin Johnson, you know, in case you're, you're wondering, I I'm a horrible golfer. I did not win anything in golf, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, especially when I was running around, I couldn't get in any trouble that would show up like on Google because my guy was, you know, he was winning tournaments and shit. So you're never going to outbeat a professional golfer, no matter basically what you do. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, when it comes to SEO, it's pretty hard to get first page of Google with a pro golfer with the same name. Oh my, it's been bad with me. Like anytime I get on anything and try and get mine, like Matt Holmes, like it's always fucking taken off of anything. Like I've even tried to buy the domain from a guy that's had it forever and doesn't use it and says he'll sell it, but I never get him. Like it, you type in my name on like, it, it is is a pain in the ass to do a, you know, compared to like other names where it's like, wow, okay. Like that's pretty unique. Like they always get it on a game system or any social media platform. Like I can never get like Matt Holmes. It's like, my God, I didn't know so many fucking people had the same name as me. (laughs) Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate the time again this weekend, us finally connecting and chatting and, you know, there, I know there's a lot of stuff uh, within this episode, so I'm glad we finally did it. And I hope everybody enjoyed it too. Me too, man. Thanks so much for having me on. And, and, and again, like, yeah, I'm sure we'll continue to jam and, 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 and do more stuff together. Yeah. Yeah. No, same here. You know, we'll, we'll be chatting some more and I'll hit you up after this so I can, you know, send you some, uh, some vigilant stuff like a hoodie or, or whatever it is. So you guys follow Dustin check out his story, go support him and all the stuff he's doing uh, with his own thing and everything he's doing, working hard with uh, Sean Whalen and the Lions Not Sheep stuff. They got awesome things too. Um, and if you guys got something from this episode, like share it, you know, let us know, let Dustin know if there's something he said, you know, let me know, leave a review. Like that's the stuff that matters because that's what really spreads it and gets it out there is sharing it, you know, leaving reviews or anything like that. And I just love hearing the feedback because it does, it fuels me to be like, fuck, like when I've heard people say like, oh, this really changed my life, like this episode, or, you know, this is like one of my main things that is in part of their routine to make themselves better. I'm like, all right, like I can't stop this, you know, like I have to keep this going. So I really appreciate that when you guys send those messages. Yeah, that's what's cool too, man. And real quick, like 
it, most people think that, you know, like on the come up, you're, you're on the come up with your podcast. I'm on the come up doing my thing, you know, and, and like a lot of people think that I want a thousand bucks from you or, or I want this or I want that one little comment, one little like one little share. That's the shit that helps me right now. You know what yep. I mean? I'm, I'm not looking for money, man. I'm not like, I'm just trying to get more people to hear our story, my story, yep. your story. Like, and, and people don't realize like the easiest way to help somebody trying to make a difference in the world is literally help them get their word out there. Yep. Yeah. That that's more than buying a, a hoodie or a hat or, you know, if you, wanna do, if you guys want to do that, that's cool. But more of like, Hey, this is awesome. And sharing it with somebody else, like more than, you know, any kind of money spent. So yeah, that's how I feel too, man. Awesome, man. Will you enjoy your weekend? Everybody else, you know, whether you're hearing this on the weekend or the weekday, you guys just remember like, like Dustin, I've been saying, you know, like it's all about today for, you know, making yourself better today or, you know, making tomorrow better. So you guys keep at it, stay vigilant. And I appreciate it again, Dustin. Awesome, man. Thank you so much.